This is episode 613 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, April 10th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Cusinez, and today I'll be talking about War Party, Metagal, some more Apex Legends, probably, and uh, some movies and what have you. Also, some news. I'll start off with that news. The only news being that PSN name changes are finally available for everyone or at least they are supposed to go live today in the states and then i think tomorrow the 11th in europe i'm not sure if they went live at 10 a.m or 12 p.m pacific time because when i checked this morning around 7 a.m or so central time the option was still not there so it may be there now i don't know but it should be there by the time you hear this episode, so if you are at all interested in changing your name, then you can do it for free, uh, the first time at least. Every time after that will be 10 bucks, like on Xbox Live, though if you are a PSN Plus member, you get a 50% off discount. And of course, this still has the caveats that were mentioned when this new thing was uh, first being put in place for beta users um, which means that for some games you will lose some kind of uh, information or or settings I think some of them say like oh if you've if you've adjusted the audio settings and stuff like that in in game those will be reset and then for a small selection of games you may lose trophy progress, in-game progress, access to DLC, in-game currency, and the like. Uh, so for some people, it may not be a very desirable thing to do because of that potential loss, because of those uh, drawbacks. But for me, though I was initially very put off by all of that shit, when I thought about it after the thing was implemented uh, last year in, what, September or so, as I thought about it, I realized that none of that really matters to me since I so rarely play on PS4. I don't care about my trophy count or any of that shit. You know, when I get trophies, for sure, it's fine, it's nice. But I'm much more into achievements, though, in both cases, in part because I'm capturing because, and also because... Uh, I don't care as much. I have notifications turned off, so I don't even know when I get achievements or trophies or, or what have you. But when I thought about it, I realized that I'd much rather just have a single username across all platforms than keep my old legacy username that I don't want anything to do with anymore just because I might lose some progress here and there. You know, I haven't purchased a bunch of DLC uh, or anything. I think one of the games, though, that has like critical issues known is Wipeout, which means I may lose my progress, but that's fine. I have nothing against playing through Wipeout again, and I, I never played that much. Not as much as I would like, and I spent a lot of time in VR, but um, yeah. I, I'm excited to change my name so I can be PX Sausage everywhere, so that at the end of the show now, instead of saying on Twitter and pretty much everywhere, I'm PX Sausage, 
I can say on Twitter and everywhere I'm PX Sausage. There are place there are some places that I'm still not PX Sausage, but none of those places are important. Like on Crunchyroll, my username is still mkush, but you can't change it on there, and that is what it is. You know, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's freaking Crunchyroll. I'm not I'm not dealing with people there. So yeah, that's exciting news, kind of, not really. Um, but yeah, that's the only real news that stood out other than the first full length, uh, trailer for the quote unquote live action Lion King movie came out and it looks like shit. I don't, I don't see the point of it. I haven't seen the point of a lot of these live action movies that tell the same exact story, but in live action or with live action visuals, I just like... Maleficent was its own thing. Cinderella took that story and changed it up a bit and, and was a bit darker and just did things a bit differently, which was nice. Beauty and the Beast, I couldn't I couldn't get through it. Jungle Book it, it I think Jungle Book would have been better if they never tried to implement any of the songs in the live action version. Because they butchered my all time favorite Disney song, uh, I Want to Be Like You. I love that song. Louis Prima is uh, a favorite of mine. And his version just can't be topped. Especially not by Christopher Walken talk singing. It just, whatever. I love Christopher Walken so much. But that just did not work. Uh, but like that movie was okay. Aladdin looks like shit. Uh, I don't, I just don't see a point. Uh, I, I understand why they're making them, because they make money, and I'm in the minority. Uh, I know that I'm in the minority, opinion-wise, with a lot of things, and I accept that. It just is, I, I, I look at it and all the money and time that is put into these projects, and I can't help but think of all the new, interesting things they could put together. Uh, as opposed to just remaking the same shit over and over again. Whatever. Moving on to what I've been playing, though. So, I played a bit of War Party, which is a real-time strategy game on, I believe, both consoles and PC. Maybe even on Switch, I'm not sure about that. But I've been playing on Xbox One, and it is a clunky, just... It's a, it's a mess, and it, it needs some updates and some patches. There's some bugs. It's shtick, I guess, is that dinosaurs are in this world. One of the races is a is a race that has the the main leader dude. Uh, he's able to uh, turn dinosaurs towards him and, and make them allies. Whereas with the uh, the other races, the dinosaurs will attack them, who are just roaming through the environment, which is kind of cool and fun. There's another one that. We'll have zombies spawn every time one of his troops kills another enemy, which is cool too. Like there are some cool things in there conceptually, but it doesn't look all that great. The story and the campaign is whatever. The difficulty is just weirdly balanced. Um, but it also just is very clunky to use. The tutorial is absolute garbage. It doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you how to do anything. It just tells you, 
hey, you know what? You should do this. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. You're just going to have to press buttons until you figure it out on your own, which is not a tutorial. That's just garbage. It's a fucking waste of time. And the text is so fucking small. I mean, some of it is bigger, but at its smallest, it is almost unreadable. I had to get right up to the screen to see whether or not this thing was a plus or a minus. I figured it must be a plus because it was a trait I could pick. It's like, pick one of these two traits. And I was looking at it, I'm like, well, if this is a minus, that this sounds like a bad thing. Why would I want this? And then I got right up to the screen and I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's a plus. But yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mess as is and not particularly fun to play. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I would avoid it for the time being and maybe forever. I don't know. But on consoles, I don't know how many RTS options you have really, like, especially on PS4. I mean, on Xbox, you at least have uh, Halo Wars, which I still haven't gotten around to, but I've always heard really good things on that it works well on consoles and both versions are on there. I mean, you have the definitive edition of the first game and Halo Wars 2. So that's at least two RTS games that have very nice cutscenes, if nothing else. And then I played Metagal, which is a real, it's something. And when I say it's something, what I mean is it is just a cash-in, lazy-ass game. It is a complete Mega Man ripoff to the death, the way you die and you know the, the balls coming out of your dead body, the way it starts, the going through the doors that open. Like Everything about it is just Mega Man. And then worse than that, because it, it's, it's a Mega Man-type game that doesn't feel that great that has some cheap-ass design and really harsh sound effects. The music is okay at best. Some of it is is not terrible, but then some of it is really... Ugh. But uh, the sound effects are really harsh, and I don't like listening to them. And the shooting and all that just doesn't feel all that great. There's a bit of confusion in the menus. It's weird how the game starts up. So it like starts off, and then it puts you into a cutscene. Then you log in. Then you create a profile. Then you do something else with the profile, and then you start up, and then you jump back into the game. And then you can pick a level, or it throws you in like a tutorial area. And then you can pick one of the four robot masters or some shit like that. But what I realized as I went through the first level is that in actuality, it's not a Mega Man ripoff. What Metagal is, is a game that is trying to make a quick buck on being a very, 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 very easy 1,000 achievement points. And I would assume, I mean, I don't know if it has a platinum on PlayStation 4, but if it does, then it's an easy as shit platinum. Because you know what you have to do to get those 1,000 achievement points? You just need to beat one of the bosses. That's it. You will get everything along the way. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Um, you know, you get they're like ten or twelve achievements, and they're just for your like oh get to your first checkpoint, kill three enemies, uh, do this, collect two gears at the same time, defeat one of the bosses, fall to something or other. It is 
ridiculous and not good but i got a thousand achievements out of it so that's something and once i finished the first boss i immediately deleted it I, after i got my thousand achievements i'm like i have no reason to keep playing this because it's not fun and it's clearly just a cash in game you know i, I don't want to i don't want to say that because it just comes across as really mean but when it is such a shameless Mega Man clone and the achievements are set up that way that it's so ridiculously easy. When you look through an achievement list, because I don't know if PlayStation does this, I can't remember. I think they do. But when you look at the achievement list and you see percentage of people who have gotten this achievement or that achievement, when for all the achievements, it's around 60 or 70% of players have gotten all the achievements, that's crazy. That is crazy. But whatever. Who cares? Good on them. They do you, whoever you developers are. <laughs> it's, it's it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, it's visually it doesn't look that great either. Uh, in motion, the actual game looks okay, but when you see the text on screen and the cutscenes, it's clear that the resolution is much smaller it's not like a 1080p game and it's just been stretched to fit the screen uh so the things are really fuzzy um the text and stuff like that but who cares uh it's probably a five dollar game or something in that ball uh, somewhere in that ballpark so if you are someone who really does care about achievements or trophies uh go ahead and get it and net yourself some easy points trophies what have you uh, but yeah, I, I I wouldn't recommend getting it because you're a big Mega Man fan and want more Mega Man. Just if you haven't already played through the collections, get the collections. And if you've already played through the collections, just play through them again. Go play Mighty Number no. 9. That's better. Alright. Uh, and then other than that, played... A bit of, not a bit, I played a bunch of Apex Legends. I won another game while eating oatmeal, which is always fun. Gems of War still doesn't work, so I'm still playing it while eating oatmeal. At this point, I think I might just keep doing that because even though it's it's harder to do and I'm not going to do as well doing that as I would just playing the game by itself, it is a great way to get those battle pass points, especially if my team drops out real quick and then I can just find a nice hiding spot and just sit there and occasionally move the analog stick and just get that, that double XP with each character. So that's working out for me. But uh, yeah. Apex Legends is still great. I'm curious. I am curious to see how they handle the next battle pass because it definitely when I get to the end of the, the week because the week starts at 12 p.m. Central Time uh, on Tuesdays. So up until next Tuesday. Like when I get to the point where I've maxed the bonus XP with each of the legends, it definitely is a huge slog to try and level up the battle pass. So I'm curious how they're going to handle it. If they if they feel comfortable with it as is, you know that that's okay, I guess, for... Regular players, uh, I'm going to be very curious to see 
how many days are left when I reach the max level. Because that's what has me most curious. I want to know how much cushion I have. Like, like if I could take a week or a month off, how, like how many days are going to be left? Uh, we shall see. But, um, yeah, Apex Legends is great. Anywho, what have I been watching? There's nothing really super exciting. I decided, and I'm still iffy and not sure if I'm going to keep doing it, uh, rewatching Game of Thrones from the beginning in preparation for the final season because I fell off. I, I finally found out where I fell off. I thought it was the fourth season, but it was near the end of the fifth season. It was the battle where the White Walkers attacked the Wildling camp or whatever it was. Uh, it was a season. It was the fifth season because I know at the end of that season, that's where Jon Snow was stabbed to death. Spoilers, boohoo! It's that season's like three years old or something. Plus, we all know that Jon Snow did not die, or he died and was brought back. I don't know how he came back, but it was clear that that death was not going to stick. Will he die in this final season? Who the hell knows? I don't. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I am through the first four episodes, and it's enjoyable, but at the same time. Game of Thrones is just an exhausting show that it's hard to want to watch a lot in a short period of time. I'm already getting exhausted. I, I'm looking at it now and thinking, oh, God, I need to deal with jo Joffrey again. That's not going to be fun. And remembering how much I hated Sansa in the beginning. Uh, I, there are things I'm looking forward to, like Tywin and... Arya's or whatever her name is their conversations together in season two I believe I love those moments I I mean my favorite part of Game of Thrones from the bit I watched was the the Brienne and uh, Jamie storyline I, I love that so much because it, it made me it made me go from hating Jamie Lannister to loving him he became you know, from one of my least favorite characters to my favorite character, and I just love them together. Uh, I'm not sure where the seasons are now in terms of where they are. You know, I, I always got the feeling that probably Jamie's gonna die at the hands of Brienne at some point during the show, during the the books, during whatever. If not already, if they're still alive, I don't know. I know that Brienne. I hope I'm getting her name right. Uh, I don't know if she had anything to do with him, but I remember gifts of like that one wilding dude, the 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 red-haired guy with the big beard, like giving her looks or something. There was like the, all these meme shits going on, so that could be fun to see. But um, yeah, I don't know. I am cautiously continuing with the rewatch. And who knows if I'll keep at it or not. I would assume that if I do keep with the rewatch, I will maybe catch up by the third or fourth episode of the new season. Uh, if I mean, if I do catch up, if I do keep up with the rewatch, I will definitely catch up before the finale because uh, it's six episodes, I think. Yeah, but whatever. Movie-wise, I don't freaking feel like I have anything exciting to talk about or interesting. Nothing of note. So, yeah. I think this is a good place to end it. 
<laughs> yeah. Anywho, that will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and everywhere. That's right. I haven't changed it yet, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to. So you can find me everywhere at PX Sausage on PSN. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, the site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which just put up an episode today, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to YouTube.com slash Sausage to check them both out there, along with some anime reviews and what have you. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.